Shabbat Shalom. Sergei Ivanchuk is no stranger to dashed dreams. From the time he was a little boy, he always dreamed of becoming an opera singer. And when you look at him today, he has that, he has that look. I mean, first of all, he has this gorgeous, rich, deep, beautiful baritone voice. And he's handsome. And he's charming. And he has the kind of energy that just draws an audience in. You want to see him perform. Just before COVID, he was selected to participate in a very prestigious opera program at the Accademia Lirica Osimo in Italy. And he was sure this was gonna launch him. From Italy, he'd go to the Met, to La Scala in Milan, he would be made. But we all know what happened. COVID hit. The world shut down. It was super dangerous to sing. You just open your mouth, you could clear a room. And when it became clear that the pandemic wasn't just a week or two, Sergei was sent home to Ukraine. Those months, he wallowed in despair. Unlike other instruments, that you just buy a perfectly beautifully made instrument and learn how to play it, the voice has to be carefully trained, built up, muscle by muscle. It's affected by everything you are, by your health, by your stress levels, by your age, by your environment. And if you don't receive the right training in the right time frame, no matter how innately talented you are, it is likely that you will never make it in the opera world. So being sent home from Italy wasn't just a dream deferred. Sergei was convinced it might be a dream denied, especially as the pandemic ground on and on and on. He felt like he was watching his dreams slip away. And then, just as the world was coming out of COVID, just as borders were loosening up and we were beginning to figure out how to do life with this pandemic, Putin invades Ukraine. Now the borders are open, but only for everyone who is not male between the ages of 18 and 60. Sergei had a choice in that moment. He could continue to wallow in despair at the very real truth that he was being denied, that he has this special skill that he should be able to nurture and give to the world, and yet he was being denied, he could wallow. Or he could choose to take advantage of this moment, and that's exactly what he did. He started a new practice where before he'd wallowed in bed, now he got up before dawn. He would pack up his 30-year-old blue sedan with medicine, and food and supplies, and he would drive to nearby Kharkiv, where he would spend all day handing out resources and medicines and foods to people in need. The end of the day, when his car was empty, he would fill it with desperate refugees who couldn't afford a taxi out of the city and drive them to safety. He did this every day for weeks, 
18-hour, long, grueling, dangerous days. And then one day, he was driving a car full of refugees when they came under Russian fire. And Sergei's at the wheel, and he's swerving and driving quickly and as fast as he can, and he's trying to evade the shots, but they're raining down bullets on the car, 30 bullets. And while he's driving this car full of refugees, he is hit five times. And thank God, one of the passengers in his car was a doctor, and she was literally leaning over the back seat to stop up his wounds, to prevent him from bleeding out, to prevent his lungs from collapsing as he's driving through. And somehow, by a miracle of God, he manages to drive and make it to the safety of Ukrainian checkpoint. He was the only one hit in that car. And once he parked and once all five people got out safely, he collapsed. As he shared recently with the New York Times, I was thinking, you're only 29 and you're dying. I could have lived longer, but I tried to help people, so maybe it's a good thing. For weeks, he lay in a hospital bed connected to tubes and machines that were keeping him alive. And it was really hard to stay out of that place of despair. I mean, if he thought his dreams would be denied before when it was just lack of training, now he had lungs riddled with shrapnel, with gunshot wounds. How can you become a professional opera singer with lungs riddled with shrapnel? How can you become a professional musician when your hands have been shot up with bullets? You can't play a piano. There's a gorgeous teaching that Rashi brings at the end of Exodus. He notices something strange. Let me read you this verse. It's Exodus chapter 40, verse 38. The cloud of the Lord was upon the Mishkan by day, and there was a fire within it at night before the eyes of the entire house of Israel in all of their journeys. Rashi points out it's a very weird verse. How was there a fire within the Mishkan at night? They weren't journeying at night. They were sleeping at night. They were stopped at night. They were camped at night. So why in the Hebrew does it call it Bechol Masechem, all of their journeys? It's not a journey, that's a camping place. And then Rashi goes through and he finds all of these places throughout Tanakh where camping spots are called journeys. He says, why? Why would you call a camping spot a journey? His explanation is so gorgeous. He says, when you're on a journey and you get stopped, it's tempting to think that that's the end of the road, that you're stuck there, that you're stopped, that you're in a rut that that's the end of your story. But the Torah calls them journeys because stopping places are not endings, they're beginnings. They are beginnings, the beginning of our journey. And so our challenge, according to Rashi, is when we get stuck in life, when we get stuck in our rut, when things aren't going our way, when it seems like our dreams have been not just deferred but denied, our challenge is to say, okay, this is not the end, this is the beginning. God, I'm so curious what you have in store for me. 
That was certainly true for Sergei. He was lying there in that hospital bed, just desperate, just so sad, just so upset, and trying to console himself when his story went viral. And all over Ukraine, they were sharing the story of this heroic opera singer who risked everything to help his neighbors. A prominent Ukrainian opera singer read his story and couldn't bear the thought that this young man would have his career ended by becoming a war hero. And so they reached out to a prominent surgeon in Ukraine who agreed to operate and was able to perform some miraculous medical miracles that enabled Sergei to recover, for his lungs to be filled with health and strength, for his liver to rebound. And once he was stable enough to travel, the entire community rallied around him and raised the funds to send him to Ulm, Germany. And there he received the best care imaginable. He received the most wonderful medical support. And after a while, he found himself one morning singing an aria in the shower, something he never thought would be possible. Weeks later, he organized a concert to thank all of the doctors and nurses who had saved his life. You can watch this. After Shabbos, you can watch this footage. It's unbelievable. He's standing there in the hospital lobby, just recently recovered, still wearing bandages, and he sings from the core of his being, and you've never heard a more beautiful voice. He's saying Ave Maria because he feels like there was God in the moment that he was saved. He's saying an aria from the magic flute because he wanted to honor his German doctors and nurses, and he sang a Ukrainian folk song called My Own Mother a tribute to his incredible mother who has been by him thick and thin throughout this whole journey. Now, in a wild and epic twist of fate, what Sergei thought would actually end his career has actually launched him. Because now he's not in Ukraine, he's actually in Ulm, Germany, living in an apartment with his mother. Germany is the heart of the opera world. There are 80 active opera houses. There's a deep culture of appreciation for opera. And not only that, in Ulm, Germany, he films this video of tribute to his doctors and nurses that gets viewed over 100,000 times. It's sent around the world. He went from being somebody that a few people knew about to somebody that so many people worldwide know about and are cheering on. He became so popular that his face was featured on Time magazine next to Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> Turned out that his stop wasn't the end. It was a beginning. So for all of us, we're not all opera singers. Thank God we're not all living in war-torn countries dodging bullets. But all of us have spaces and places and times in our lives when it feels like we get stuck, when it feels like our dreams have been deferred or even denied, when it feels like this is the end of the road. And Sergei would say to us, and Rashi would say to us, don't look at this as an ending. Take a pause. Acknowledge you're camped at the beginning of promise and keep walking until you see what God has in store for you. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.